caer gut. Hello, 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 5 to 9 Club. It's Margot here and welcome to another episode of the 5 to 9 podcast. First things first, my co-host Alma and I just want to say happy Voters Day. We really hope that you made your vote count. It's still five o'clock and you are able to vote until nine tonight, so don't let that chance slip through your fingers. In this week's episode, we spoke to a couple from Cape Town and Stellenbosch Garants and Willis. And oh my gosh, it was such a lovely conversation. We had a glass of wine in Almay's flat in gardens and it felt like we were chatting to old friends. Willis and Garants both have a love for reusing and repurposing furniture. They love upcycling and they're super passionate about sustainability. So when Willis's habit of bringing home second-hand furniture got a little bit out of hand, Garan said, it's time, let's start a business. And that's how Maison was born. Maison is an online second-hand furniture store that's run on the Instagram platform. It's local, it's sustainable, and it's so homely. And although Willis has a background in business and Garance is super proficient in media and in marketing, and they're actually super equipped to run this business, The great thing about this podcast was when Willis said that their whole business approach is based on their gut feeling. And I think that's what I want to walk away from this podcast with is the fact that if you have an idea and you're passionate about it, just trust your gut and go for it. Willis and Garance are super inspirational. They give us some insight on how to run a business as a couple and how that affects your romantic relationships, how to balance work life and personal life, and how to make the leap, the jump of making your passion your career. Something I think a lot of side hustlers dream of achieving, but sometimes we need that little push. Maybe this podcast is that push for you. So don't overthink it, just do it. Don't take yourself too seriously. And uh, as Garon says, fuck the new. <laughs> like a lifestyle. in Almay's flat and having a lovely glass of wine so we are not taking any responsibility for what comes out we are all maybe <laughs> a little bit tipsy <laughs> not really um, but we're super excited to have Mason and the brains behind the brand um, thank you guys to, to chat with us yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the first thing we just want to know is who are you um, both of you can chat where you come from. Uh, tell us more about you. <laughs> you go first, girls. Okay. So my name is Garance and I'm actually French. I come from the north of France, Bordeaux, Belgium. But that's not really relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I came to South Africa just right after my studies. I wanted to have a little bit of an adventure. I thought I would stay for one year. And I actually stayed longer. Love the lifestyle. Love the nature here. And yeah, and also met an African boy on the way, so <laughs> that doesn't really help. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, so now I'm living here and we started Maison during lockdown, but I'm sure we will come back on that topic yeah. a bit later. Of course. And I know you guys. Yeah, you know. I'm Willis and um, I stay in Stellenbosch. And I have a little restaurant called The Meeting Place, and both of you guys are regulars there. Yeah, so. yeah we are. <laughs> Shamelessly, yes. <laughs> There's nothing like a Meeting Place cheesecake to brighten up your day. Absolutely. So it was so nice to see you guys. It was uh, like a funny coincidence. Funny eh? coincidence. I was thinking, I was thinking <laughs> totally like, planned. Totally planned. <laughs> But I was thinking now, like, oh, new people to meet, and then I see you guys, and I've seen you guys so much before. And what did you do in South Africa when you came here? Like, what was your first job in South Africa? 
So I really wanted badly to come to South Africa because I visited my best friend at the time and she was doing an internship in a company called Rhino Africa. And so for me, it was a bit of my entrance door. So from Paris, I applied to a job as a French content writer for Rhino Africa. It's a, it's a safari company and uh, quite a luxury safari. And uh, so I applied and from Paris, I remember my tiny studio and uh, over Skype, my English was so broken, it was <laughs> embarrassing. But I don't know, somehow I got the job because mainly they didn't expect me to speak English, they expected me to write in French, so thanks goodness. <laughs> um, and that's, that's how I arrived there. And then, yeah, I carry on in tourism, but then COVID happened and I unfortunately, but slash fortunately, lost my job. But then I started a new project, which is Maison, so I'm so grateful for that kind of adversity. When did you come? When was your first year here, G? It was actually four years ago now. It's, it's my birthday. Yeah, well, my... <laughs> our, <laughs> every anniversary. <laughs> every birthday. No, I think it's every anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Shame. So you see, sometimes my English makes me say stuff that I don't meant to. <laughs> but exactly. it's my South African arrival date birthday. I think it can be a birthday. So, yeah. Let's celebrate. Cheers to that. Cheers. Let's celebrate Cheers. either way. Standing. And when and where did you guys meet? At the house party. <laughs> <laughs> so romantic. Yeah. Back first move. We have to know this. It's me. It's oh, me. Wow. Yeah. Was it? And actually, also ask him out. So I did like the full on French, you know, Ooh, feminist way. Unbelievable. <laughs> she told me that it's not French to ask someone out. So I said, brilliant, then I can just skip that whole process. That sounds great. And then she did a little reverse card on me and rather asked me out, right? <laughs> because literally, everyone was coming to me asking me, Oh, so are you guys a sing? And I was like, yes. Did he ask you out? What do you mean? I was unaware of that, <laughs> that is a thing. being a sing, you know? Yeah. So then I started being like, shit, overthinking it. And maybe actually we're not because he didn't ask me but out. But you told me not to. <laughs> exactly. So then I came to him yelling at him on the chain. Be like, hey, by the way, whatever is the rule to follow. I don't believe in that. I'm French. We don't do that. It's ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. So obviously on his side he was like, okay, I would never do that because she looks pretty mad. And uh, <laughs> meanwhile I was like a bit confused still that, okay, are we official or not? So, okay, drunk at the petrol station on the way back home. You know, I was on duty to get pasta salads and <laughs> also buying flowers. And uh, yeah, opened the door of the car and asked him, would you be my boyfriend? Oh, so, <laughs> that's that's the most romantic story. I studied uh, BCom Management Sciences at Stellenbosch, a classic longer than you shoot, <laughs> in the typical Stellenbosch way. And I was majoring in uh, marketing and logistics, so marketing was a little bit relevant, but like the whole business orientated direction was definitely super relevant and taught me a lot. So with the little restaurant, uh, every little bit that I studied helped a lot, a lot, a lot. But when it comes to um, Maison, we it was more of a like follow your gut kind of uh, business approach. It wasn't really following a textbook or anything. It really started from you know, buying something that you think is beautiful and that is worth more than the people that are selling it or valuing it. So, um, but I studied BCom Management Sciences. <laughs> and on my side, I did study uh, communication and media. And then I also study a bit further event management. But uh, so I do have a communication slash marketing background. Um, which didn't really help when I moved into tourism. Um, actually, it did because I was writing and doing blog posts and social media. 
but definitely an asset for me in my life. Also, I do not believe in studies, sorry <laughs> about that. I believe you are a self-made person and the most I learned was always while doing internship and, and actually traineeship and working and, you know, so um, I think you learn as you do, so don't be discouraged if your study doesn't Or match. study a bit longer than you. Exactly, <laughs> madam. We're a good example. But if you study, do not match uh, what your dream is. Or sorry, it sounds a bit cliche here, but yeah. really doesn't matter. Like you will learn as you do it, and it's exactly what we learn uh, with Maison. As we're doing it every day, we have new problems, and we solve it, and then we have new problems, and you literally learn as you go. And now I have much more knowledge than I could accumulate with 10 years of studying. Mm -hmm. So. I'm very grateful for that. I think we're also moving in a modern age where most jobs you can Google. <laughs> like, yeah, if you want a skill, <laughs> if you want to know like how to set up a website, you Google it. If you yeah. want to know how to take great pictures in a home studio. Or our, our upholsterer uh, is a YouTube-trained <laughs> yeah. upholsterer. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Drop the bomb here. <laughs> <laughs> But he's brilliant, you know. We, yeah. we always use it. He's great. But he, he told me that he uh, learned it on YouTube, and he's brilliant, you know. Mm. Actually, a very good observation. Like there's like a problem in the system that our studies doesn't teach us like real yeah. life things, the things we need to know. Like even we studied drama, and I did my first like crew jobby two years after I studied, and no one told us how it works on set. Like they told us like you act like this, you do this, blah blah. But no one told us, like, this department is responsible for this, and this department do that, and this is what continuity terminology. Yeah, like, this is what oh, continuity really? do. They never, like, thought mm. of that. Like, set lingo. Set lingo, no? Totally. But <laughs> granted, we studied at a place which was more focused on theatre. Yeah. So, okay. theatre lingo, we're down with, unfortunately. Theatres are closed, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, theory as well, probably, right? Mm -hmm. Like classic traditional yeah. university. Yeah. Well, so I totally agree with everything you say, and I think that's mostly everything I believe in. And at the time, I was like sitting here and we were studying journalism, right? Mm. But we were already in the era where it was moving towards digital and website and online news. And I still had like 60 years old teacher teaching me the history of newspaper. Not that it's not useful, but please just tell me how to make my pimp my LinkedIn profile rather, you know? So that would be so much more useful for me than to know when was the first French newspaper yeah. printing. I mean, it's good cultural knowledge. Um, but I regret that my study were not like that practical, you know, like I do not apply. Uh, a lot of things I learned in my today life. So, yeah. So on that sense, we're a bit different with Willis because. I wonder if it's better now, though. Eh? I wonder if like students now have it a bit better, a bit more practical. I wonder. Like, did they adjust? Yeah. Did anyone adjust? I yeah. hope so. But I think also like modern trends move so fast. If I'm I'm teaching at the moment, I uh, teach. High school kids drama and studying for something. <laughs> But like even me setting up a class, <laughs> like I can just imagine like moving with the times. That means that you have to learn yourself that and move on and your education yeah, might you be different than that of your yeah. students. So now you need to get someone new and I think it's just like it's in an education system it might be very difficult to keep up with the trend but I mean but then with the, the kids we're doing like YouTube videos and okay. probably there's only like a subject a TikTok subject or something. oh my goodness imagine one to make TikTok videos for That's more drama sure. it's not it's not the same in a, <laughs> arts and culture do you guys also have art and culture subject yes. that's mm. your like art culture mm, yeah that's your art subject Yeah, no, they're probably doing TikTok. <laughs> in Alpware, they're gonna do TikTok. <laughs> That's terrible. It's probably gonna be like an influencer course one day at university, mm -hmm. like how to play influencer. Probably. Yeah, how like to make money. Profession. Yeah, but yeah. as it should, yeah, I, I or, also believe yeah. that that would be helpful, you know? That would be, yeah. yeah. Or at least it would be a part of a course. Yeah, yeah. like social media management. Yeah, or marketing, part of marketing. No, they put the time, so that'll So when did the side okay. hustle then start? And the title, the name of your side hustle, tell us everything. 
Well, it started um, just in the beginning of COVID, actually. Always fun. Always fun. We need to adapt a little bit. And it started by, um, I think Garance was always the driving force behind it. But it started when, I, I've got, I think, I don't know really when the, the habit started, but at some point I started um, noticing that some beautiful furniture is being sold at a really, really great price. And it was never our intention or my intention to sell it for a ridiculously expensive price, but I always knew that it is um, a bit undervalued, right? So, or just maybe not uh, the potential haven't been seen. So I kind of, at some point, started buying a chair that's beautiful for me and taking crappy photos because mm -hmm. I don't have an eye for photos or, or I don't think I have for furniture at least. Mm -hmm. And um, taking terrible photos and putting it on Marketplace and still selling it. And it was actually Garance that came to me one day and I think... Um, I don't know if you just thought I'd take terrible photos. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I will always remember one day you, you... So with this whole COVID thing, I moved to Stellenbosch for a while and and Willis was bringing chairs to the house and stuff. So obviously I was Kia. questioning it. Yeah, it's Kia, which is still has. Yes, the first thing we have back here, like delivery back here, no, we do not. So we have like a Jimny and a Kia, nothing fits in a Jimny. It's cool though. <laughs> but so he brought chairs home and I was like, okay, but what do you do with that? He said, I found it on next to the road and for so cheap and it's so beautiful. I can really advertise it for more and it's just like put it out there, you know? And um, it didn't indeed take very bad photos. So I say, well, why don't you start an Instagram because it's working so well and you can really make a business out of it. And I've always been a bit like kind of like pursuing, like I said, like I'm always looking for an idea to create a business, you know? And then and I was like, oh, I don't have time. I don't, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I had all the time in my hand because I basically lost my job. So I was like, just let me maybe do it. And I name it Maison, which means home. Home. We don't yeah. pronounce age as French people. Uh, so yeah, yeah. home. Uh, and uh, and the, re the reason, sorry, why I chose Maison as a name is because I had total liberty to do it, so I chose a French name. Lovely. Yeah. It made sense, right? Yeah. But so we had this, uh, we had the idea, like I was busy already buying it, Garance is really good at taking photos, like communicating a brand and the values and everything, but the real, like, nice and um, uh, humble, uh, push that you know that we needed was that we were dating at the time for like almost two years I think so right girls like or a year and a half or something like that I'm not sure right? <laughs> it was a one I think yeah, yeah but, but um, she should I, know though she's the one who asked but at that point we were really excited for me to go over to France and meet her best friends her family because she's she, at that point she was already so involved with my good friends my business my family my area and blah 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 you know so at that point we're like you know let's go and um, yeah and I think if I'm right one day I decided to google the prices of Croissants and coffees and beers. <laughs> and, and you had a I, I remember like Googling a price of a beer, and you guys know in yeah. Stellenbosch it uh, is really affordable. Mm, I mean, they, you can, you can get, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? I Googled it and I saw, oh my goodness, it's 150 Rand for a beer. Oh, like, we're yeah. gonna have to save up money like mm. immediately. And I think. We started chatting and I said, hey, girls, like, listen, let's just take this project and use it to save up money, right? So that was the... Yeah. To go, yeah. Oh, yeah. To go to France. To, <laughs> exactly, to go to Rome. Yeah. And uh, was on age still. Uh, so that exactly that. We started Maison with absolutely no ambition, uh, no vision, nothing. And that's why it was actually successful, if I may say so. Um, and the question that uh, another lady that interviewed us one day asked me is like, what is your, you know, what the piece of advice you would give to someone that want to start a budget, uh, a project? And I always say it's to not 
think that it will be something one day because if you kind of like expect something to be like a big thing you add fears and that fears will prevent you from actually going for it and the fact that we were completely ignorant that one day we will have like a community uh, of 6,000 people and you know like doing well for what we expected um, it's totally based on the fact that we had no clue that that would be something so we were like going fearless uh, but to start with, that was basically a project for us to save money, to go to France and visit my parents in the middle of a pandemic. And we did. And we did, yeah, this summer actually, yeah. two years later. <laughs> two years later. How long were you guys there for? Like a long huh? Yeah, actually two months. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> you had a lot of croissants. It was cool because we initially thought we started the project in March and we wanted to save up money to go in that June, July, mm -hmm. but we ended up only going in the following June, July. Okay. So we did have more than enough time to kind of push the project <laughs> to, to save money, of course, and then we ended up going and you went for eight weeks, right? Or, yeah, I went a bit longer because obviously it's my home, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then he joined me. But that was like so so priceless for me to have him here there. And yeah. All of this because we worked so hard as well. So we're so glad that that project had so much meaning to us. And like you said, I didn't even realize, but all men is so connected to the actual mm. idea behind it. And yeah, and also the whole idea of Maison is to make people feel at home. So. Um, it makes total sense that name now actually thinking about it. We didn't sort of it so much, but the whole idea is that people can find pieces and not everyone can make the effort or want to make the effort to take their car, drive around like a crazy person. <laughs> and that's what is our service and added value. We actually do that for you. You know, like Willis is doing it because he's sourcing. Um, he will spend that time like looking and stuff and then he bring it to Cape Town. So then then I can offer it to people that are actually local. And I think also the thing that's amazing about your business that I enjoy is that, like, obviously you can go source and everything, but you usually secondhand places are quite stuffy and dark, and then there's this like pretty thing under a pile of stuff. Exactly. And <laughs> you make it look pretty in yeah, a space yeah, yeah. with photos, which like makes you think, ooh, that should look nice in that part of my house. Or exactly. I can picture myself sitting in that chair mm. where a lot of people aren't that visual where they will go and shop themselves mm. and be like, no, this is ugly or whatever, but they can't see the vision. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. For, for us, that's like a really nice thing because for me, I drive around and I look for furniture, oh. either online or in the shops. Since I, I'm in the transition phase between staying in Stellenbosch and Cape Town, I drive from Stellenbosch to Cape Town. So I'll drive through all the neighborhoods mm. and all of the like small streets, big streets, and if I see a little furniture shop, I'll stop and pop in, and sometimes I'm lucky, sometimes I'm not, but it's exactly as you say, you know, sometimes you go into a shop, like I went into a little, um, actually not a little, a massive office chair shop, um, I can't remember, like Parallel Belleville or something, and it was just a bunch of um, heaped up uh, typical office chairs and in the middle of all these office chairs I saw this one chair and I was like that looks incredible and I went to it and you know I look around and lift it up and it's a uh, do you remember where, where, were the, where was that office chair made like a Norway mechanic yeah no, a Norwegian yeah. like beautiful Norwegian Christine office chair designer. and that's wow. how we also learned about it you know like ooh, okay so you know there are some Norwegian office chairs and people love them and um, if you just look around enough, we did find a couple of them, we were lucky enough, but it was exactly that moment, you know, like going into a shop, like seeing all of this like typical stuff that you'd and imagine and then boom, just like one beautiful, dusty, and even the people at the shop are usually quite surprised that you're purchasing this, we've been trying to get rid of it for months now. <laughs> And then it is a lucky moment yeah. and I bring it to Garance and she wipes it off and puts it in her setting and takes beautiful photos and That's it allows amazing. people to kind of, we try to keep it a little bit neutral, you know, we don't put an extra table in front and a plant and limit it to our taste. Mm -hmm. We try to put it 
in a kind of neutral Very space. Very universal. That's the thing. Like when you go onto your page, anyone with any, like whatever your taste is, you mm. can go onto your page and find something you like, whether you like like, I don't know, a feature or whatever, because it's so universal, the pictures are still very classy. Very I think it ties in with a lot of things that me and you like, right, girls? Like, also the meeting place, it's something that we want everyone to like. And I think when it comes to our taste, both me and your taste, it's nothing flashy, nothing crazy, it's accessible, right? Yeah, but also, like, I don't think we our intention is to please everyone, though we no. will be still nation of, in we'll a sense, um, but uh, definitely, and it, it's so funny what you say, because my mom sometimes, she's, like, calling me, because she's literally my number one fan, thank <laughs> God I have her, at least, <laughs> and she's calling me all the time, and she's like, girls, you haven't been posting a lot of, you know what I prefer, it's when you post the photos of the furniture at other people's house, I love it, you haven't been doing this for a while now, <laughs> and so it's, it's interesting, she keeps on bringing it up, you know, so I'm like, mom, like, why is it such something you like? Because I want to get to know what my audience mm. like that I post and stuff. And she said, because I just like, I'm like, I'm seeing it the way you style it. And then I'm seeing it at the person, or she, or he, actually, you know, uh, imagining it. And it makes total sense. And I love to see that. And then it makes me dream of my interior. And that's precisely what I love about Maison is that literally like people, obviously, they want to think of, much of the pieces but because we put it in a context then they can imagine it to be in their own house mm -hmm. and then they're making their own magic and i love receiving the photos mm, even so if cool. even if sometimes it's blurry <laughs> um you know like taking a dark or whatever i always repost it because oh. i just think it's so valuable for me and yeah. that gave me the motivation to carry on because that's the whole idea you know oh it's giving mm. it a, yeah, a second home <laughs> yes oh that's so cool and how this is a big question for us how is it to run a business with your partner like <laughs> i think everyone LOL. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely keeps things interesting what's really? uh, idea <laughs> so like again we did not know that we were doing this until we did it so we had no idea we never sat together and say like let's start a business together it happened to become a business more than a side hustle and then we found ourselves kind of tricking the situation <laughs> but we so so we decided like we were so passionate because maison is really not just like a project for us it's like a passion uh, and i was like at some point so passionate and animated that I would bring these topics in bed like at night before to go to bed like chatting about oh, that client she didn't reply do you think she's happy with a chair yeah. to the point that actually was, had to tell me like it's a lot about Maison now just <laughs> please <laughs> take, like take a Let's step back weather. <laughs> you know yeah. re relax and, and everything and I took it right like I, I wasn't upset or whatever but I say you're right actually I should not bring this topic into our house into like you know like bedtime and stuff so let's rather set meetings time so we started that meeting slot on wednesday morning oh. at uh, the blue cafe which is our favorite place but the coffee are quite strong <laughs> <laughs> and we were going there and we did a few meetings but eventually you know we stopped doing it mm -hmm. and now the meetings are still like normal conversation that we love um but it is definitely a challenge, but I also think it brings us together because we're definitely working on both our assets. Ruth has the most incredible eyes for things and aesthetic. And so it brings stuff that I would myself even not even consider. And I think I bring that kind of commercial uh, marketing part of it. So it's a good team. Yeah, it's a good team. But if anything, I think it like it's a good test for the relationship, you know. Um, uh, if you can't work with someone close to you, you know, it, it, it's telling in a way, you know. I think um, when it comes to the work, like, it improves the relationship with time. We learn how to communicate properly. We learn how to trust each other in, um, you know, with Garance's strong points. I just say, like, I take a step back and I say, like, okay, you know, like, maybe I do have a slightly different view or opinion on it but I trust you and when it comes to um, buying objects and stuff 
I think like sometimes Grant would say like, mm, are you sure? And instead of saying like, let's not, she rather just like steps back and allows me to buy whatever I want. And or not always, but you know, like <laughs> I, I do also listen to her, of course. But it's very cool, you know, it definitely teaches us how to respect each other, communicate, allow each other to do what we believe in. So if anything, it, it, it uh, strengthens the relationship, right? It's a beautiful experience. And even if tomorrow Maison is uh, nothing anymore, and that would be totally fine because that teaches so much about us and it was only fun. And, you know, like we're not, yeah, like I just feel like very grateful to be capable of actually like being interviewed, you know, that's something that blows my mind. Um, uh, so, only fun stuff. Oh, and it's nice to have like your partner, you have your forever backing buddy. He's yeah. there and she's there. And, you know, I think, you know, I love um, this podcast just for yeah. that reason. Like, every time people, it's like an hour mm-hmm. where you get to chat about your biggest hobby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so everyone cool. afterwards is like, Oh, I really like doing this, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so it's cool. always fun to hear. So to remind yourself. But another thing I think that we recently realized is I think in, um, I think it's scarce that you have a project where if it's two people that are um, involved, I think it's very scarce that both have the same, same um, ability to drive and to push that project and even though both can have a lot of passion for it, one person will have more and all of that. So at some point we also had to realize like, okay, we're, we both started it together. We both have different roles. We both put a lot of time into it, but um, whose passion project, who's pushing it, who's like letting the business grow a lot and it is grants that pushes it. So at, at some point we also had to realize, okay, so, because if I had to push it, it would have been very similar, but slightly different. And if Garans had to push it, it, it is exactly what it is now. So at some point we also had to say like, okay, like it is your project. It is both of our project, but who's going to push it? Who's going to be the leader in the pack? Who's going to, you know, kind of be the, uh, what do you call it? The artistic director who's mm. going to push the direction, who's going to, you know, lay in bed at night and envision what it's going to be one day. And that's Garance. And at some point we had to realize that and allow it and allow it to be that. And and also reorganize business because the whole thing is that we um, co- co- like co-started that. But indeed, Willis is very busy with his restaurant and on my side, I'm doing a lot of freelance as well. But I really like in my heart, I can't like let it go. So at uh, some point I was so busy with French clients that I did not have time to post on Maison. And I found myself quite unhappy because I prefer to do that. Although like financially it makes absolutely no sense. And, like, let's be honest. But um, I still decided like, you know what, let me cut on my European jobs. And now I'm working half time for French clients. And then I also... Now, you know, invest my other half in Maison, but when we can't do just as much, it makes sense that we sit and talk and reset, like, okay, we can't just split, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what we earn every month anymore, because obviously someone is investing a bit more. So that could be the tricky part of working in a relationship, but it's not even because it's fair and it's normal and we know exactly how much hours we put in it and, you know, we're discussing a lot, so... Yeah, it's we doing as as it goes. Like I said, like really, we learn as we every day a little bit more, and we have new challenges as well. But you guys are working, and you have a friendship. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like I thought, like we're working, but the other day we actually said, like, like when were we actually like went to the beach or went for a movie? Like you don't do it because we get so caught up, like last week, because both of us are working during the week. Then over weekends we're just like okay, quickly link podcast, 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 oh, really? and then. We didn't even like when obviously we cook at night and make dinner when she's here and then we relax but you can easily get so caught up with the project itself so that's very interesting and i think it's very mature to have that discussion of like okay when we work we work and when we mm. play we play um yeah so how do you guys organize the podcast at the moment we 
I'm gonna say work-wise, like workload, we are both the baby, baby. Yeah. but we have, we have different responsibilities. Yeah. Margaret, bro, editor. <laughs> I don't come near the technology. I'll just fuck it up. So I edit most episodes, but I've trained all my how to do it, so she can do it. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> um, and we we split social media weeks, which is yeah. quite. A good mm. tip. We yeah. oh, cool. have we given that tip? We have given that tip. And how does so like one week you do it, one week I do it? As long as both of you guys have a knack for it, eh? like yeah. I definitely don't, and you definitely do. So yeah. I don't you think you would think of <laughs> You must, you must. <laughs> okay, tips and tricks. You know, well, that's the thing. Like we we trust each other, and I think both of us know what the vision for the brand is and what we want to promote or project out there. So, yeah, it's just a lot easier because otherwise it's like, okay, are you going to post today? No, no, no. Okay, I don't know. Okay, what are we going to post? Like, when you know it's your week, you just have to post something. And we've also made that rule. We're not allowed to check in with each other or ask the okay. other one's permission. Because just we do that. that. We're like, we can't do anything on our own. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should I buy these shoes? Yes. <laughs> no, it's unrelated. <laughs> Good question. What podcast do you listen to? Yeah, what do you listen because you love your podcast. I think our our um, podcast that we listen to together is How I Built This NPR. Indeed, oh, indeed. I listen to that as well. So so cool. so good. And the best episode is the one about Canva. <gasps> uh, yeah. We are the biggest Canva fans. Right yeah. Down, yeah. Down, 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 down. Like write that down. And uh, actually, on our first holiday, because funny enough, not so funny, we couldn't go to France. <laughs> But uh, we had a side of business that was generating income. So we decided, okay, let's go on holiday and locally. And we went to the West Coast and we traveled for two East weeks. Coast. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> East Coast Garden Route. Yes. Uh, and then we, we traveled for two weeks. But, you know, sometimes we were driving for long. And, and I introduced him to that podcast, Oh, I Built This which is my neighbor, Judy, hey Judy, uh, that uh, shared that with me at the time that I was a bit doubting everything. And it's being, starting a project and being an entrepreneur, it is challenging. Sometimes you want to give up so many times, mm-hmm. you have no clue. Um, and she, uh, one of this morning, um, told me about, no, don't worry, like everybody start like really from the bottom and listen to that, oh, I, I will build this. So we, we started listening to it and it was very insightful. And also the one about Patagonia, very good. Very cool. Canva, and then LinkedIn. Ooh. No, it's a guy that had a snowball stuffy. Yeah, that was a cool one, but I can't remember the name. But very Shopify. Cool. Uh, yes. Interesting. He, he built Shopify. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, oh, you will find yeah. all of that. And that's crazy because the amount of adversities they they encounter before to actually be successful is ridiculous. Like I can't even take in a third of it. And um, and that's really like uh, so showing you that success is not something that you reach by the age of 30. Please all relax. Uh, you can be 50 years old and decide you want to change career and still be successful. And you can be a woman in the worst condition and still kind of like bloom and um, all of that is very insightful so I like this and I recommend that podcast so, yeah. Podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Uh, I, I also I listen to some South African I listen to Cliff Central oh yeah, yeah, yeah. love Cliff Central mm-hmm. it's a nice uh, early in the morning drive to Stellenbosch listen <laughs> and um, of course Joe Rogan oh, yeah. every man's Ellen DeGeneres oh my god I've heard that it makes, so much sense. it makes a lot of sense. And then grotting, I oh, yeah. enjoy. And I recently started listening to, um, uh, man, what's the name of the lyricist of Fuck of Policical and Funko Cartel and um, Hunter Dreddick. Oh. Hunter has a new podcast too. I think okay. it's relatively I've seen new. The recently. But I re- I've really been enjoying grotting. I have mm. one place mm. and I think it's very creative and fun. Very, yeah. Maybe we can throw to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be a fun guest. That can be really interesting. Well, I've been trying for a while. It's on our to-do list for the podcast, but to talk to another podcast. Mm. Since mm. podcasting is our side hustle, to talk yeah. to another mm. podcast about podcasting, we think would just be 
Four hour conversation. That would be a big one. (laughs) (laughs) But back to you. Yes. So, your new venture, the mirrors. Tell us more about that. They're absolutely stunning. I'm contemplating buying one for my room. (laughs) Yeah. So, I think the whole idea is sometimes we find ourselves successful sourcing a lot of furniture. And then, therefore, we can sell a lot of furniture, and we have like quite pretty good income because it all depends on how much we can sell. But some months, for some reasons, we just would be driving around like a crazy person, not finding anything. You know, like we can't find anything on our on our suppliers and anything. So, and then you have a bad month, and then you have zero on your bank account. So, to to. To resolve that problem, we started considering maybe starting our own product range, oh. but that was conflicting with the whole values of second hand. So we had like really high uh, expectation of it. So if we want to do that, then it has to be 100% locally sourced, made in South Africa, you know, giving jobs. And actually, that's what we did. So we realized that what was people inquiring the most about was mirrors. Like every time we post a mirror, it go, it's gone in a minute. Mm-hmm. And, and specific ones, uh, like yeah. cool shapes and stuff like that. Exactly. So, and then we also decided, you know what, Maison is all about having fun. So what do we like? What is our dream product? And I believe that every time you put your heart in something, it can only be successful because you really believe in your product yourself. So we designed the, the mirror of our dream and mm-hmm. we did it with uh, Willow's sister, with, who is a designer, Frances. And uh, she, um, you know, offered us different shapes uh, according to grief, and we chose one that we like particularly because you can put it upside down, yeah. put it horizontal, vertical, and you know you can have one mirror and so many possibilities. And um, and we found guys that cut it um, in Stellenbosch and someone uh, in Cape Town that make a wooden back, and we also putting it together in our studio in our flats. Oh. With our little cat Jamie, and yeah, so it's it's very like hundred percent made in local, and every mirror is different as well. You know, you will see our fingertips on it. Um, uh, so the logos yeah. are smudged because we stamp it ourselves. <laughs> no, nothing is perfect, and it's exactly. nice and hands on. Yeah, yeah. Well. it's really crafty, uh, <laughs> but we love it so much, and it's going amazingly. And uh, I think people like the fact that they buy it. It's not like Mr. Price or yeah. something like made in China. It's actually made from us, local people. Yeah. And um, really good quality. Um, uh, a lot of attention going into it. Definitely a lot of hands-on, uh, you know, like craftsmanship going into it. And I think people love that. People see that, you know, even if there's a little bit of a fault on it, I think people quite enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, we also like to market it that way, you know, just tell people that it's not a perfect product put together by a machine. It is mm-hmm. people in Stellenbosch, people in Woodstock, us in the uh, apartment, like putting <laughs> everything together. So on a Sunday, you know. On a Sunday. So I think I think we'll probably make some products in the future with some exceptions, you know, as long yeah. as it's super local, super, super local, as long as it's not like a uh, a product that's gonna give in in a couple of months, like it needs to be durable, like, you know, just really pay attention to it being a beautiful product, sustainable product, local product. So... We were very excited about it, eh? It was a great yeah, project. Super pretty. And that proves that you can be a, a business that brings new product without like you know messing up with the planet because you know like we really are so passionate about that. It's not just about furniture, it's about bringing solution to young people when it comes to furniture, at least, um, to buy something that is sustainable and it's circular economy and like that, at the end of the day, was so much more friend job that I can have, you know, like I really value the fact that we're driven by that and that we make it happen, in a sense. Yeah. Love it. So, so you run most of it from, where's the, the hub of the business in your apartment? <laughs> both, of, both of our homes. So, um, well, I'm moving in with grants at the moment, so it's a bit of like a crazy because I'm moving in and there's furniture and everything. <laughs> 
but that's what it is like our storage at both of our places is amazing and uh, so you just put all the furniture like in your own living room well, <laughs> like how, where do you store well, all that's of the, the, your that's, that's not always the most fun you know because yeah. you also want to be a little bit stable and have your furniture so yeah we, we try to limit it to our storage rooms okay, but okay. we are definitely going to get a storage room i don't yeah. think that we are planning on opening a store um, it's it's not our plan at all, but we will, you know, maybe uh, very soon in the future get nice big storage rooms so that it doesn't have to move through our home. At the moment, basically, I, I do have two rooms in my apartment in Zangskloof, and one is what we call the guest room, but it's slash our storage room. So when we see storage room, it's actually my bedroom, right? well, my guest rooms, I guess. So we just like pile chairs and on mirrors on the floor and it's oh. messy um, but that's the beauty of the beginnings I guess yeah and and uh, how do you, the logistics work so if yeah. someone wants to order something do you go drop it off in your Kia or I have done it well we know a bunch of guys in the area that are great transport guys you know you just kind of learn some people and build some relationships and then end up using them again and again so when we buy furniture we often use the same guys if it doesn't fit in our cars and they transport it for us and other than that um, we always encourage collections so people come to us to come and collect uh, if it's very close we deliver and if it is in Joburg or something like that we use career guys eh? yeah so basically the business is split in two there is the furniture that we buy and that we resell and then now there is also other people furniture that we sell on their behalf. So that's basically the beginning of what we call the Maison Marketplace. Um, when it comes to the furniture that we get, we literally can fit so much in small Kia booths. So uh, I'm strongly against the fact that he wants to sell his car. And then he bring it to the house, we, uh, first floor, shooting in from there, and then people come and collect. So it's basically 100%, 90% on collection, unless someone really can't do it and then we're happy to do it, but like we add an extra fee for, collect, for dropping it. Um, but then when it comes to other people's furniture, they come to us to advertise it, and we offer it to all our audience, you know, mm -hmm. our furniture lover basically, and, uh, and then when it got sold, then we put them in contact with the actual seller, and they also come and collect by them. But we only reveal obviously the contact detail once we receive payment payment uh, because we all the whole business here is to put them in contact and you know like offer to all people. Do you sorry, this is me now being very nosy. Um but if people come to you, do you have like a set price for like okay, we offer the service of our marketing platform, this is what you pay, or is it like a percentage you add per item it's, it's a, a, it's a solution we don't want to make it complicated by mm -hmm. for people to say that they can that they can sell it through us and we'll make much more profit than, than mm -hmm. them we try to keep it like very equal and we just put a, com a set commission so they know the price that we're selling it we, they know the commission that we're getting okay. from it mm -hmm. And um, the commission is basically just for the effort, you know, yeah, sometimes and the platform, yeah, and yeah. The platform. Cer certain instances we take photos at the people's house, like if they really have a ton of nice furniture, we go to them, we take the photos, we go home, we edit it, we uh, set up the store, that's Karan's, she sets up the stories, she advertises it. And you know, sometimes per item, maybe there's only one person buying it, but there's 10 people inquiring it, yeah. asking about the dimensions again, asking about the material, blah, 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 all of that, you know. So it all comes, that commission is basically just for hours, you know, mm -hmm. we put a lot of hours into it. Yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, and also, like, I realized that when people do sell their furniture on the platform and there is one piece or two, I do not drive to them to take photos, I just say, send them a nice photo guidance PDF document and um, telling them basically what to do, you know. Mm. But it's not natural for everyone to take a nice peek. Like I receive an amount of photos, guys, oh, like, like of furniture in the dark. 
like at night time. Oh, like, no, because they're like, yeah, but it's just after work that I have time to do that. So, but I'm like, you're not gonna sell on the table in the dark. Um, so we made that little photo guidance document, and I realized that although with this, you know, they have some type of guidance, some people take photos, it's not just the same, you know. So when I advertise it on Maison as it is, um, most of the time it doesn't sell, and. And when we have more furniture and then we do the effort to come and actually shoot it and style it, although it can be the exact same piece of furniture, mm -hmm. the effort we made extra to, to style it, meant, exactly. like you say, the, the, the fact that you can envision it and think about it in your own place. And that's what is our added value. So yeah. I believe like, you know, doing the shot and, and coming back home and, and putting in nicely in stories, dealing with hundreds of inquiries mm -hmm. as we make one sales, yeah. It's a lot of effort, so that's our business as well. Yeah. Like, well, the other part of it, the marketplace. Yeah, and your audience. Like, I think you really have a, a big audience, a loyal audience. Like, I don't know. But I think also when they identify that they like the type of things that we sell, they are quite adamant. So I, I'm sure they set notifications and mm -hmm. they make sure they can see first what we are advertising and very often it's the same people really? buying over and over yeah for sure right um, there's a lot and we have a few interior designer uh, you know that have so many projects over the years but they constantly need new furniture and they found us <gasps> so that's great that's we, amazing yeah we work with hotel people that like need all of a sudden to furnish an hotel like how do you do you know like you need to furnish wow. 25 rooms so um yeah, so we have actually uh, clients like you and me, and we also have more professional clients. So I think that's also a big part of the business. Wow, we can't wait to see the future for the <laughs> Very successful. I think we yeah, touched, touched on, on it a little bit, but what's like for each of you the best part of the side hustle and the worst part? What's the best part for you? Well, so the best part is to basically turn everything I believe in into something that generates money uh, without harming anyone, which is amazing feeling. I genuinely believe we are the generation that is going to make a change. I do not believe in the new. You know, my slogan for a while was fuck the new, but <laughs> then we decided to chill me down a little bit and say pardon my French. You're not going to put that up in stories oh, and friend. stuff. Um, so, but the whole idea is still that I, I genuinely believe like buying new constantly makes absolute no sense and there's so many treasures in that planet already including furniture that you can just you know put to the right audience and, and take off of this dark garage and put online and then the cycles continue so the fact that I we successfully turn that into something generating money and we can live out of it and buy tickets to good friends. The biggest accomplishment mm. to me. Mm. Um, another one would be that I am constantly shooting with my kitten that I love so much. <laughs> and that's also great so that, uh, you know, it's such a family story and I'm doing this with my boyfriend. My cat is on basically every two pictures. Um, and it's fun, you know, like I don't have a stressful life, I must say. And the bad part of it is um, you never know when it's going to stop. I have a feeling that we're a bit successful for a while. Is it going to be a trend, you know? And that gives me a lot of anxiety. Uh, when all of a sudden I post a photo and we have less like, I would go to Willis and be like, oh, do you think, like, is it done? You know, like the train is over. <laughs> you know, literally short of breath and stuff. And uh, that's a good thing that I have him by my side because much more relaxed guy uh, and he's telling me that oh like I should trust in me and trust in the business so yeah I think the, the bad side is that I constantly feel like it's gonna stop it can't be real it's gonna have to kind of like turn out of trend and that's it mm. for me I think the best part is that it's like a complete passion project you know although it's getting a bit more serious it's like a passion project like I grew up in interior shops and stuff my dad's an architect so on weekends it wasn't the typical afrikaans like watching rugby or anything it was like going to um building sites and interior shops so i think for me it was always a little bit of a fantasy uh, going into furniture as a business 
So I love that part, you know, driving around looking for furniture is really, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, it's treasure hunting. Um, that's, I would say that's my favorite part, you know, it really feels like treasure hunting and finding beautiful furniture is, is a thrill. And the, I don't really know if there's a negative part for me. I can't really think of a negative part, to be honest. There's nothing negative about it for me. And that's why he's the best business partner to have. <laughs> and lover. <laughs> the dream too. Yeah. Just the dream. I think it's like constantly waking up with a smile and, yeah. you know, like telling you everything was gonna be alright. And yeah, and, and that's why we carry on doing what we do. And and again, my one piece of advice for everyone when you start something, either it's with furniture or anything else, actually do not listen to the Dream fuckers. <laughs> that we mess up with your ambitions. Yeah. Because, you know, like the amount of people that told us, guys, starting a business during COVID, are you crazy? Yeah. Um, thanks goodness we haven't listened to them. So do not listen to that, people. And also, uh, don't overthink and just do it, you know, like, uh, don't vision it as something big and, and make it big as it goes. So, yeah. And what do you guys do? That's also something we ask people, like, because having your own business and your own hustle, you can easily get so caught up in it and just doing that or not have time for yourself. So what do you guys do to recharge or to keep sane and, yeah, gain your sanity? We go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so Cactonian. Uh, we try to be balanced, eh? So yeah. if, if it's beautiful weather, we go to the beach. If it's, um, Of course, we also have our normal jobs uh, yeah. but uh, we're talking like when we're not busy with that we go to the beach um, <laughs> we drive around we look survivor the, yeah we watch survivor <laughs> <laughs> we, we drive around in the fancy neighborhoods and we dream about <laughs> houses yeah we, 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 we love yeah. to rate house out of ten uh, yeah. so, and this one this one always six <laughs> and you, you, eight. <laughs> and then it's so ridiculous because we're literally judging us worth 10 million, which we will never be able to afford. And we're still like, mm, I wouldn't have chose that type of time. I'm not sure the marble uh, entrance is worth it. You know what I mean? That's a big recharge activity. Oh, we love amazing. to drive around and write down. Yeah, like, literally, like last Sunday, I, was, I had a little bit of a Sunday blues, and then we say, let's go in the gym and then let's drive around and write us. Better, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, he would choose and then we dream, and that's nice. But I really believe though it requires a lot of like balance because we, mm. he has a restaurant. Just imagine it mm. in the middle of COVID, mm. quite challenging. I had to make money again because I lost my job, so I started like taking in a lot of jobs. Just out of like, I was so anxious of not making it that I took too much jobs at some point, and then we still have Maison, so. Getting everything together was very challenging, but again, like it's all about remembering yourself that all is well, don't take yourself too seriously. At the end of the day, you know, nothing is very serious uh, and all is well. So, yeah, stepping back a little bit. And that's why sometimes we don't post for a week or two and we don't apologize for it. You know, for us, it's a side business. Um, and yeah, it's, there is no obligation to it as well. I love that because we usually um, like to realize that there is no expectation from anyone, but it's just the expectation you set for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And then most of the time it's like, ah, I didn't post that when I said I was going to, or I didn't do that. I'm like, nobody knows of this. It's yeah. like, nobody knows. It's dumb. No one. So like, true. you know, and I know, and that's it. That's that's exactly. so and true. the thing so, you're saying about not apologizing. It. Like, why do you need to yeah. apologize if you don't post something on social media? No one's gonna run yeah. away. Yeah. So the, the other day, I went to a cafe to walk um, just because I want to get out of the house. And I bumped into that girl, and she was telling me, Oh, is it going with Maison? It's going amazing. And that at the time, I was actually not posting for two weeks. So I started justifying to her, you know, like being like, yeah. actually it's doing well, but I just don't have time at the moment and stuff. Like being like, kind of like justifying to my mom about yeah. something that I did, you know. <laughs> um, and then she said, oh, is it? I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't she, know. Like, she was like, oh, I thought it was going amazing. Well, to me, it looks amazing. So, you know, it's just like, bye-bye. <laughs> and then I thought, yeah, exactly. Like no one thinks the thing that you're afraid no. that people will think of you. You know, like, you're not the center of the universe at the end of the day, you know, right. it hurts, yeah. and, but you it's so true. You are one post in, like, <laughs> like, 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 like
we did like a, a social media course and I think the average person scrolls about 120 meters a day. Yeah. <gasps> no. Shocking. Yeah. Um, so you're like literally what, how much centimeters is that? Like 10 centimeters? I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Don't I think about it too much. Yeah, yeah crazy. Don't think about it. Okay. Yeah. Sure, five questions. I'm going to do that. And then it's like a this and that. You can just say like, please so, do. Oh, it's yeah. a little ga um, garage. What's yeah. that? <laughs> a, a this or that. A this yeah. or that. Okay. Yeah, so which one of you? Oh, so funny. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, who's better at time management? Garants. Yeah, I, I, I do Excel sheets and stuff, so I'm a bit of a control freak. <laughs> There's no time management for me. Zero. I'm late for everything. Yeah. Just cool with it. And who um, has better people skills? Uh, I believe this is amazing with people. <laughs> I, and I think they, um, they like my French accent. So, yeah. <laughs> So it's a bit of an effort. But it's me. <laughs> I have to say, Willis has the ability to make you drink shots even yeah. though you have well, already decided to go home oh, and then you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think um, we, we need to ask this one. Who takes better photos? But maybe oh, that's a surprise. So obvious. It's yeah. Is it love? You can't compare it. Uh, I think she has asked me once or twice to take yeah. a photo because she's a bit busy. Yeah. And then as, as soon as she sees it, she gets a heart attack. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 I think you have a brilliant eye for a photo. <laughs> and amazing. who complains more? Definitely me. You think so? You think you complain? Yes. <laughs> but I think I complain a good amount. Uh. Okay. But it's <laughs> just in being nice. Um, yeah, I think I, I'm pretty out on, on us and, and myself first, mm. so I would say me. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> and who's the motivator? I think we're both a bit of a TED talk. TED talk, <laughs> yeah, say. It's Sometimes actually embarrassing. Just, eh? I'm in bed and he's like telling me, like, you know, like, exercise, and like, you feel so good. And I'm like, one day I told him, just please stop talking to me like a TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me some breather. Like, let me smoke my cigarette. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we're both motivated. Well, we're both, but I think we enjoy to motivate. So yeah. we, we both motivate a lot. We have okay. energy and we give each other energy. And, you know, we're so eager to, for life. So. <laughs> eager for life, that's funny. Even that for us. <laughs> <laughs> and um, in your personal like, life, who buys more stuff? GG. Yeah. <laughs> I have a standing problem. <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely me. Like I literally recently bought a book about the stones, you know, like power of stones, which is really random. Like I, I don't even really. Resist, yeah. Is that another sign? I don't know. Like I just like I buy a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, talk more. I like me. Me. You think mm. me? You think I talk a lot? Yeah, you chat a lot. You're a chatter. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm quite silent, eh? <laughs> so much with. Is it? Okay, yeah. let's say me. Who spends more time on their phone? GG, yeah. yeah. It's your job, man. 100%. It's uh, totally my job. And actually, that was a bit of a topic at the time. Because it tell me, like, you can't just reply to clients at 10 o'clock in bed. And again, like, it's important to find your balance. I am addicted to my phone, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's yeah. a work. Yeah. It's a work. Absolutely. And what food is your favorite, South African or French food? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, moment of June. Very difficult. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a no-brainer for me. Because the French food is delicious and yeah. they don't really... I, I think like South African culture is so fitness orientated like when you're in Cape Town you know yeah. you, you can't go to a flippin restaurant without seeing 10 people jog and feel bad about yeah. it you know so <laughs> you go to the restaurant like oh you're gluten free or yeah. vegan or whatever and then you get to France and it's like cheese on top of cream oh, and sprinkles of dough you know it's like <laughs> It's too good to be true. You know? so I think when it comes to indulging, it's mm. it's 
French food, French but food. you know you can't deny that South African food is delicious. Mm. You know, it, I mm. think I think we both just love food, so wherever we go, we indulge. Yeah, <laughs> I think you can really do fine dining in South Africa. For it's very accessible, yeah. which is not in my country, which is such uh, a shame. Uh, but uh, yeah, we love we love food either way. Mm. You know, whatever side side of the continent we are. <laughs> you will enjoy the food. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to chat about? I think that's it. Unless, oh, I love the random question. But if out of the two of you would survive if you were stranded on an island? Well, I want to enter Survivor. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> that's so funny since we've asked that question. Bad. So yeah. if you guys know anyone that's involved in Survivor, send me their number. I, I would love to. But as you know, it's like very little survival. It's more gameplay. Yeah. Yes, that I've and, noticed. <laughs> but it's so good with people. Like honestly. Yeah. But I just think it would be package. such a fun experience. Imagine. Whether I'd be able to survive or not, I don't know. But I would love to. I try. will totally tune in. You yeah. will tune in. We'll chat. Oh, and there's something else I want to ask. Can you speak Afrikaans? So do you know Afrikaans words? Ik praat een beetje Afrikaans. Yes, ik kan voor jou. Ik praat nog niet altijd Engels. Ik kan Afrikaans. Denk je van je vriendschap? Ja, ze zegt een lot of cute little Afrikaans things. When she calls her cat Jamie, she says, Kom eens, Jamie. Kom eens, Jamie. En dan maar zei, Kom eens, Boetie. Boetie, Boetie. She knows the culture well enough by now to really understand the jokes, oh. you know, like, to understand why it's funny. So I think you're taking the lead, eh? Mm -hmm. I need, I need to catch up a little bit. Yeah, let's. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just a matter of where I live now. Yeah. It'll yeah. take some time. But if you we'll live in Paris, you will be fluent in two days. Thank you so much for joining us and having guys, this conversation. So yeah, much. guys, thank so you. Cool. It was a funny thing to do. I really enjoyed it. Oh. Yeah, we're very much looking forward to uh, seeing you guys more often because now I know that uh, it's you guys. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, so, and so. now we can meet typical Cactarians and go for a drink at PNG. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually exactly between us and you guys so it's a nice half work yeah, we'll meet you there <laughs> thank you thank you guys so much bye, bye. bye.